Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Telling the Story podcast, a look at how journalists and everyone reach the world. I am Matt Pearl, author of the Telling the Story blog and a reporter at NBC in Atlanta. My guest today has pulled a pretty impressive trick. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm a multimedia multimedia journalist, an MMJ. I shoot my own reports and I've had great success doing that. And I love the control and the creativity that comes with the job. I've made it into, at least thus far into my career, uh, it has been my career path. But today's guest has had his own very unique career in the business, and he just produced a 30-minute special of stories he shot himself on his iPhone. And then result, really impressive. He is a reporter and anchor at WFAA-TV, the ABC affiliate in Dallas. Mike Castellucci, welcome to the Telling the Story podcast. Well, thank you. What a pleasure. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. And this has been uh, quite the reaction getter, this 30-minute iPhone special. Who the what, thunk uh, it? <laughs> Did you think it when you decided to go through this endeavor? Yeah, I, it was my idea. And people ask me why. And I think uh, there was two reasons. One was I wanted to be first. Uh, and I didn't think anybody had done this before. So it was it was uh, that was one of the things and, and the challenge of it. I, I had been doing uh, stories on the iPhone before. And I just thought, well, let's take it a, about 19 steps further. <laughs> Did you anticipate? Um, I know uh, in following it on the NPPA storytellers or TV news storytellers Facebook group, yeah. there was a lot of positive reaction, a lot of uh, blowback by people saying, oh, Lord, here is, this is the future and we're all doomed. Did you anticipate that reaction? Yeah, I, no, I, I well, uh, sort of. <laughs> I, I saw the, uh, the uh, photojournalist who said, okay, this is the end of the world. Let me go back to tending bar and, you know, the whole thing, like you said. <laughs> no, my, my uh, response to that is, it's just, for me, it's just a creative outlet. I don't know if it is for you, if it's the career path you want or whatever, whatever it was for me, it was, um, and is, uh, in this business, uh, a way to tell stories when, uh, maybe the news department doesn't have a chance or the time or the, uh, the personnel to do it. So, um, I've been doing that throughout my career. And not with the iPhone, but uh, <laughs> just doing my own thing and, and my own time. And and that's how it kind of started. I want to hear uh, more background into your career. But before we get into that, I want to just kind of give me the genesis of this idea of just be, being the guy who does stories on his iPhone. And, and for those of uh, you who have not seen the special... It's a 30-minute special, but the stories were not produced specifically for the special. They were weekly features that you were doing, and then you suddenly figured, well, I have enough of these. I might as well turn them into a special. Yeah, that's exactly right. There was about, I think there was, of the 23 minutes without commercials, uh, there was, uh, I think, nine minutes of new with this special, and then the others, like you said, were previously aired stories. And uh, and, and so, yeah, uh and the, the genesis was, um, I'd like to do, uh, I've done other half-hour specials, not um, with the iPhone, but I, I thought it would be, I'd like to see, you know, when, when uh, 
I'll tell you something. When our chief editor, when I first gave him one of these stories to put into the server to then be aired, uh, I said I did that on my iPhone, and he says, what? Say that again? And, uh, I mean, they, he didn't, even the chief editor didn't think that that was, you know, possible. So I thought, well, geez, let's do a whole half hour then. So the genesis was just that, and, and um I just wanted to see if I could do it and do it at a high level. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that, that I noticed most, especially in the, uh, the parts that you added for the special, I was just amazed at the crispness and, uh, and just the versatility that the iPhone showed. Yeah. What made you think, have you always shot your own stories, Mike? No, uh, no, I never picked up a camera. I've been in this business, uh, probably doubled the amount of time that you have just to uh, judging from no wrinkles on your forehead. Wow. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> no, I, I never picked up again, but uh, you know what? Uh, it, it was almost like osmosis. When I first did pick up a little camera and it was the flip camera was the first time I, I ever tried to shoot something on my own. Remember the flips? There were yeah, absolutely. Years ago for 140 bucks to get them a target. But, um, it almost by osmosis after watching uh, really literally the best photojournalist in the business with me. I've been fortunate. Um, it it kind of rubbed off. It kind of rubbed off the the way to shoot and so forth. So you know, obviously it wasn't with the with the uh, a complicated camera like like they had, but I understood shooting and moving and and. You know, I, I knew how to interview people, and uh, I knew interesting angles, I thought. And so it just kind of progressed from there. What made you decide, let me try this with the iPhone? Uh, well, when I came back to WFAA, uh, it was actually our uh, uh, executive news director, Carolyn Mungo, who came up to me and said, I know you kind of done stuff on your own sometimes. How about if you try it with with this. And I said, sure. I love that. Yeah, let's give it a shot. And she gave me, in fact, she gave me a little, it was like here. And it was a little cord that uh, uh, I didn't even know about it, but you plug it into the headphone jack, obviously. And I had a, my own uh, wireless mic. So I just plugged this into the, into the iPhone and then the other end into the transmitter. And then I put a wireless mic on and I gave it a shot. And I was like, hey, this works. <laughs> that's amazing and, and you sound like someone just in the six minutes that we've been talking you sound like someone who looks at something like that and does not say here are the 20 problems with this idea yeah. you're someone who seems to say here's why this could be really cool yeah uh in fact a photojournalist that um i really respect after he saw the show wrote me and he said, you know, the iPhone is as common as a ballpoint pen these days. And that, and yet you took it and you were able to uh, do a tremendous job of storytelling, uh, which is the focus of the, of the stories, not the iPhone really. And, and you did it with a common piece of equipment, um, that most would see limitations with, but uh, you saw it with opportunity. And that's, that's exactly what I, I felt. I think the only limitation is if you could plan well, I think 
I think it really doesn't have a lot of limitations. Hmm. Right? I believe so. And and I so I and and we both work um we work at different stations obviously, but we both work under the Gannett umbrella. And uh two winters ago, right around this time two years ago, I was part of a group that was sent to Gannett's newspaper properties to teach them mm. how to shoot and edit video with their iPhones. And which made it all the more fascinating when I when I then saw what you were able to do with it. But I remember at the time thinking, and, and we were using iPhone 4s, these were certainly not the latest ones, but I remember thinking, you know, it's not necessarily for me, but this works, yeah. and it works for video, it works for audio, and yeah. if you soup it up a little bit, it, it really could be a reasonable way to shoot a story. Now, like I said, I don't think that, based on my knowledge of the camera, I don't think it would be my first choice, but... Frankly, though, I would not have, even with that experience, I would not have uh, predicted what you were able to do with it. Mm. Because it really was, I mean, it, it, it's almost like uh, Stevie Wonder on the synthesizer in a way where, you know, you've heard synthesizers before, but what he was able to do with it was just fascinating. What you were able to do with the phone and how you reimagined it from a storytelling standpoint, I really thought was fascinating and oh. and. I don't know if it's replicable. Well, that's nice of you. I um, and well, I, when I say it's not replicable, I don't mean that other people could not take the phone and shoot good stories. More just the the thought process which took you from barely shooting with a camera to shooting so exquisitely with an iPhone. I don't know if that is replicable. It takes a very creative mind. Well, well, thanks. Yeah, and and uh, I think the questions that I, I'm getting. Did you have multiple iPhones? And no, I just used this one, five. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and it's a 16 gig. And so there, there was a limitation, and that was the storage. Mm -hmm. There were several times where I had to, uh, I shot part of a story in Fort Worth, which is 45 miles away, and uh, and ran out of space, and and then started trying to delete emails just to get a little more. <laughs> And then uh, I, had to, I had to come back to Dallas and uh, download those and go back and, and do it again. So there are a couple of limitations. So let's geek out on, a, on equipment here. Other than the phone, what else did you have with I, you to make it work? I should have had them with me right here, but there are not a lot of them, so I could just tell you. Well, that's okay. They won't be able to see this anyway, the people listening. So yeah. uh, It's a, a small tripod. Um very light, but it, it's a good, you know, medium height. Yeah. Um, the thing that I used 90% of the time um, was the Olo clip. O-L-L-O-C-L-I-P. Are you familiar with that? No, I'm not. It just uh, is a little uh, wide-angle lens that slides right over the corner of the iPhone where the camera is. Oh, and, yes, yes. I have heard of that, but not with that name. But that is a oh, very okay. powerful yeah, item. I'm sure there's a bunch of different uh, kinds. This one was, it's the Olo Clip. I, you go to, I went to their website. It's like 40 bucks, and it's a, it's a nice little wide angle. It also has a fisheye, which I didn't use. And, uh, and then a, a separate uh, Olo Clip was a two times telephoto. So, but 90, I'd say 90 four percent of the time I just left that little wide angle lens on there. It just gives a nicer field of view. Um and then of course the the wireless microphone for the subjects. 
uh, and uh, I used a you know a slider that you put a camera on. It's a little 24-inch slider for it was. I just used that for one uh, story, and then all of the driving shots uh, just uh, was a basic uh, suction cup mount that I wow. put on. So. Not How much did all those accessories cost at the I end mean, of the day? I mean, it just did, let's see, 40 bucks for the wide angle, uh, uh, 100 bucks for the tripod. Uh, the microphone was, I think, probably the most expensive. That's I think you could get those for 500 right? Mm-hmm. And, wow. uh, and then um, the slider was a couple hundred. But really, I mean, I've been doing the stories with just that Olo clip and the tripod, so, I mean, the a couple of those stories were just those two pieces of equipment. What was the thing that surprised you the most about what the iPhone could do? Not necessarily its limitations, but its possibilities. Uh, well, well, like there weren't, to me, there weren't a lot of limitations. Um, it doesn't zoom. I, I couldn't do that and make it look good. So that meant being close to the subjects, which you'd want to be anyway. And uh, and then I wanted to see. Uh, I took the show from um, uh, morning to evening, and so as the show went along, I really wanted to see how it would do at night. And yeah. uh, it was it was I I did use a little light for a couple of the car scenes, but most of the stuff in a parking lot was just I'm just using natural light, and it well it looked good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This is the Telling the Story podcast. I am Matt Pearl. He's Mike Castellucci, the author of a 30-minute special of stories shot solely on the iPhone. Mike, um, what was the reaction when you showed this to photographers at your station? (laughs) Um, Well, they're all my friends, most of us. (laughs) You got one to appear in the special. Our chief photographer, uh, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, very in very good humor. He got it. I mean, look, he. I, I think most of them know, unless they're talking behind my back, uh, that uh, it's just something. Like I said, a creative outlet for me. It's not a mandate from anybody that we're gonna. This is the wave of the future, and you know, by that time, it could be some other device. Who knows at this point? They're all moving so fast. So I, I think. Uh, uh, in fact, my chief photographer, I'll give him this quote. He said, you know, I'd uh, hire you on my uh, photography staff, but you'd have to take a, a huge reduction in pay. Are you willing to do that? <laughs> no, no, you were not willing to do that. No, I'm not. I'll just no. keep doing this. <laughs> you, uh, you've worked for, for many years and developed a reputation nationally uh, as, as a, just a standout feature reporter. You've won, what, a dozen and a half uh, regional Emmy awards for your work. So storytelling in today's media landscape, you say it in the special, and I wanted you to touch on it a little bit here, but this idea that the technology will change and even the, the newscasts and the format of the news will change. Storytelling does not. Expound on that a little bit. Yeah, boy, that's been my, I ended the special with that. I, it's been my mantra. I just feel that that's the case. I've, I've watched in the very short time I've been in this business, <laughs> uh, um, you know, the, the cameras and so forth change and the technology and the way we deliver it and all of that. But uh, one thing never changes in my mind, and that's how somebody spins and tells a story. And I, it just fascinates me, all of the great ones that I've 
watched and still watch and uh, you go to the websites and 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 watch some of them it's just, it's just fascinating to me so I always wanted to be the storyteller and that's what I continue to do have you always found yourself kind of trying the new thing technologically or was this just kind of a stroke of luck with the iPhone yeah it was just the next thing I I uh um I had done one like I said with the uh with that little flip camera but talking about limitations we won't even we won't even go there but it was it was a fun challenge because that for instance that little camera uh, didn't have an external mic of any kind so you had to be right on top of a subject and then if you wanted a, 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 a wider shot uh, I there were instances where I had to say the same thing in the same way and just match my voice it was almost like foleying but uh, <laughs> that, that's going back a ways but um, yeah this is just the next uh, the next thing I hope to I hope to gain a iPhone 6 out of this deal so we that would be nice yeah, yeah so we can do it do it with the 6 cuz I hear the camera's better on it for someone who's had as much success as you've had you know without the iPhones without what you might call you know gimmicks or, or shooting your own stories and everything i mean is this where you saw yourself in your career you know some might say someone with your resume you know, boy, like, what's this guy, you know, bothering to shoot stories with an iPhone? Uh, there wasn't enough time to do a story in the newsroom, or people were busy, or I couldn't get the photographer that I wanted, and so I just, you know, it's it's like, uh, complain about it or go out and do something about it, and that's what I do, yeah. Is that, I, you know, is that just kind of how story, you know, the the business has evolved? If you say that storytelling hasn't really evolved, is that just kind of... This is part of the business now. That this is something that you can and and should take up if you're a reporter. Um, I think it's. I think it's it's just you know I think it's just for maybe the one or two people in a newsroom who want to do it, mm -hmm. uh, and I because everybody's not going to get on board with this and and they shouldn't I don't think, uh, but but for those there are there are a couple of people I bet you go to any newsroom and you and you approach this to the whole newsroom there'll be one or two that might want to take that on just because they want to do something on their own or be creative or whatever uh you know i just i i gotta say that one of the reasons it that i that i am doing this is i've worked with some really good photographers i i'd say the top in the business i could list i could i could name three right now and they've been NPPA photographers of the year. Name them. Who are they? Uh, well, Douglas Burgess, who yep. now works in Seattle at King. Yep. Uh, I worked with him for years here at WFA. And, and I worked with him on some stories recently in Seattle. Uh, Rob Macy, who I worked with in, at KCBS in Los Angeles, was also an NPPA photographer of the year. Wow. And now he's got a very successful production company called Nothing Films. You should check that website out. It's very good. <laughs> Uh, and uh, he does top production, and uh, Juan Renteria is another one. So those guys that I've worked with throughout the career, I mean, that's the reason I'm doing it, probably. Very interesting, and and a really, I think, an important message about versatility, and kind of not getting too rigid as a as a journalist and as a storyteller. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, right. That's exactly right. You could. Uh, 
you know, I could, I could have a story that I, I want to do and ask the assignment desk, you've probably gone through this. We all do in the business. Uh, hey, can I get a photographer and go do this story? Well, not today. We're pretty busy. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, now I'll just, okay, I'll just go on my own, do it. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's been nice. And you said you, you really got the buy-in of your news director as well when you decided to kind of go off and start doing this. She didn't view it as a waste of time by any means. No, not at all. Uh, no. And, and uh, in fact, I, I think they, you know, look forward to <laughs> what I come up with. And what we do here uh, is if I put a story on the air, I'll, I'll uh, tag it with uh, the little gadgets I used that day and how anybody could do it. Uh, the only thing that um, I do, I don't do on the iPhone is edit, and that's a big part of it, obviously, right? So I do it on my laptop. Uh, it's a program called Final Cut Pro, sure, and and that helps a lot. But uh, but it helps uh, telling the story also in our business. That's great. This is the Telling the Story podcast. I'm Matt Pearl. He's Mike Castellucci of WFAA TV in Dallas. Mike, with this last section, I always like to allow my guests to kind of share their advice for younger storytellers, up-and-coming storytellers. We touched on it a little bit, but kind of give me a little insight into how you came up in the uh, in the world of local TV news and just the business in general. Uh, started in the market 190. Uh, 190. One, and, and you know what? It's kind of come full circle because in market 190, you need to be able to shoot. Absolutely. Uh, and edit and, and anchor and do whatever else. So, yeah, I, I guess I did do it before, but it was a long time <laughs> ago. Uh, and, and then uh, it was just, uh, you know, uh, I worked in Colorado Springs. I worked in San Diego. I worked in Los Angeles and, and in Dallas uh, now. So, um that's been over, I guess, 20 years hmm. since I started. Yeah. What is the uh, what is the best advice that you wish you had received during those early years in Market 190? Well, you know, I got a lot of good advice, and I had, a, had some good mentors when I was in uh, the small television station. I I had a mentor in in uh, Denver who was terrific in the business. I think it's just, and I listened. Uh, I, I think it's just a matter of um, being able to do it and do it over and over and doing it for years. And, uh, you know, you get anybody could get good at anything if they do something for that long. Mm -hmm. And and so and I had a passion for it and still do. So that's why it keeps evolving and changing. Is, have you always been a feature reporter specifically? Uh Yes, in Market 190, though, I had to do everything. So that was the city council meetings as well as features. Uh, and then in, in a little larger market, I remember them saying, well, you can do a feature once a week, and but you'll still have to do regular news and so forth. And then uh, in, the, in the next move, uh, news directors and, and, and TV station owners were saying, well, you know, there's no room for feature reporters anymore. That's a... Uh, we, we, that is long gone. And I got a job as a feature reporter. Huh. And, and, uh, and then they, and then after that, they said, well, you know, there's no way that any TV station in Los Angeles would hire you as a 
a feature reporter because that's just a luxury that the stations can't handle anymore. And I got a job in Los Angeles, so hmm. you know, uh, I, there, there's the there's the thing. Huh? Don't uh, don't uh, have anybody tell you that it can't be done. Well, when you look at the the landscape specifically in terms of feature reporting, you know what? There, I, I've heard two different schools of thought on this. Some uh, just feel like there is no room, kind of echoing the the various folks you heard throughout your rise up. And then I hear other people say, if you look at the stories that get shared on social media, they're predominantly feature stories. And, yeah, and I've always, I, and I've always hated that to the term feature. I, you know what they are? It's, it's storytelling. It's, it's, it's stories. There are stories of the human condition that people can relate to as you were before I rudely interrupted you. Right. No, no, yes. no, no. Keep it going. <laughs> keep it going. <laughs> No, that, but that's exactly what what they are. It's not the it's not the uh, uh, the squirrel on a, a surfboard feature story. It's it's a story about the you know the neighborhood Liz who puts up five hundred thousand lights on her house because she's an artist and she just has to do it. And and why she does it is because she loves seeing people come by her house and and smile and it's her thing. And that to me. Is more relatable than than any uh, any stories that, that local news has. Have you had a hard time making that argument to your superiors at, at the various stations that you've worked at? No, no, they've all hired me, and, and <laughs> that's, that's, what I've, that's what I've done. So no, I haven't. But you've never felt any pushback on it. Never. That's no. terrific. You could you could tell a good story that I think there's still a need for that. Yeah. Very good. So what do you tell younger journalists who ask you for advice? I'm sure you get uh, quite a few requests for advice. What do you like to tell people? Uh, they have to listen. That's the most important thing. Listen to whoever is talking. <laughs> just in life. Anytime. Would you just please let, I mean, and, and you'll, you'll gain a lot from that. You really will. Not hearing them. You just have to listen. And there's there's a story in there, and just so that's all you have to do is listen and get it. You're talking about listening to your uh, interview subjects, as opposed to just listening to uh, your elders, your uh, your bosses, your colleagues, things like no, that. No, no, let, let's put the blanket out there. Everybody, listen. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yes, more specifically, yes, your subject. Mike, I always like to end with that famous reporter's question, one I'm sure you've asked many times. Is there anything that we haven't touched on that you wanted to add? <laughs> no, I, uh, man, I really appreciate the, what you do and, and, uh, uh, what the award that you got, the MPPA, uh, national award is terrific. Uh, congratulations to you. That's, that's well, that's a job well done. And thanks for having me. That's all I have for you. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast and the telling the story blog updates every Monday and Wednesday. The website is tellingthestoryblog.com. Rate and review this podcast on iTunes. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Telling the Story podcast. We'll see you next time.